0: A new season brings many exciting changes and things to do here in St. Charles County, but you know what? Some things will always stay the same, like David Hoffman's unrelenting quest to transform Augusta. Uh, We've got that story right ahead, and we also have great news about the crime rate in St. Charles County here on the St. Charles County Correspondent. Welcome to the St. Charles County Correspondent. I'm Sam Safa. joined as always in the booth with my good friend, Noah Brandt. Noah, how are you today?
1: Sam, I'm doing fantastic. It's good to talk to you, my man. It's good to talk to you. It's fall in St. Charles County, and uh, there's just a lot of things going on. You know what I mean? There are, and I feel like this is the part of the show where we ask, where in the world is Noah Brandt today? <laughs> well, today it's it, I'm in Williamsburg, Virginia. On a little baby moon with my wife celebrating the imminent birth of our daughter so in beautiful williamsburg in colonial williamsburg visiting the sites in jamestown and yorktown
0: and you have made time to speak with us here on the saint charles county correspondent we're so excited for your beautiful wife and for your soon-to-be baby girl we can't wait to welcome her into the world sometime next year but in the meantime We've got a lot of things to talk about. We've got three stories today. Uh, Like I said in the introduction, a lot of things are changing here in St. Charles County. But the one thing, Noah, that seems to be staying the exact same is David Hoffman's unrelenting push to transform Augusta into a national destination. Those are his words, not ours. There was an article just released this week that shows that David Hoffman is, uh, he hired a world-renowned golf architect named Reese Jones. He's known as the Open Doctor because of his redesigns and renovations of U.S. Open Championship courses. He's designing a 12-hole golf course that will basically be affixed to the Rolling Hills, nay, mountains, this the northern Ozark mountain region of Augusta. And uh, there are pictures up on the St. Charles County Correspondent. I encourage you to go look at those. This is beautiful. This is going to be paired with Two hotels, a 500 seat amphitheater, Riverboat Cruises, and a, a, f- a five star hotel. No, this is this is incredible. What what he's putting together here?
1: Yeah, it's it's amazing. It just it's not it's nonstop. You know what I mean? It seems like every single time we check in on the story, there's something brand new. Uh, but I just I can't wait to see it all all be done. And uh, I guess the thing I always think is is will this really all be completed? Will it be done? But when there's a will, there's a way. And when there's, you know, many millions of dollars at stake, uh, things things can happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> things seem to be moving at a very rapid rate. Last Just
0: last month, we talked about how he bought a nursery. Like, you know, when you're buying entire companies to to assist your other companies with what they're doing, it's like, look, I'm not just... You know, lining the landscape of my house, I'm like buying shrubbery. I bought by the, the landscaper. Yeah, I bought yeah, the nursery. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, this this is the article. The Post Dispatch puts it perfectly. It says it will be built into the forest of Augusta. And if you've ever been down there, I know you have. I have our listeners. I hope you have. Uh, it is a thick forest down there in Augusta. It's very lush. It's in the river uh, river valley there along the uh, the river. Uh, this is going to be quite the undertaking. And something else that I saw, there was a picture of the post-dispatch showing what David Hoffman has purchased in the city of Augusta. Noah, it's like a a solid minority of the city has been purchased by David Hoffman. There's like this red and then there's white showing, white showing uh, unpurchased property, red showing purchased property. David Hoffman has like a, a solid minority, like Twenty-five, maybe thirty percent of the town he's bought. I'm just guessing here, but that's what it looks like.
1: Wow. I mean, I can't think. Of, I'm sure there might be some other things across the country that's like comparative to this about of one sort of investor spending so much time, money, resources into you know putting his imprint and revitalizing this one area. But I think that what makes it so unique, besides Augusta just being near us and in St. Charles County. Is that Augusta is just kind of small? You know what I mean. It's it's just not not that many people live there, and so these resources are going are going to go a long way towards owning. You know, like you said, half the city before all this is over. Uh, but we'll definitely keep up with that story. That's that's really 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 good, Sam. You know, something jumping ahead a little bit, but I just I have to talk about it. Something that you you led on this week and just made me so excited for the upcoming months. Is the fact uh, that St. Charles County has a lot to offer when it comes to fall and harvest esque activities? You talked. You broke yeah. down three great things to do with your family this fall. Tell me about the number one thing you listened. Yeah. Well,
0: thanks for bringing that up, No. We had it was such a smashing hit this summer where we outlined four things for your family to do this summer. And things like Town Go-Karts, for example, a fantastic uh, gem here in the county. So we decided to do it again for a fall theme. And uh, the title of the article is Three Things to Do with Your Family. You can find that on uh, our website, sccc.substack.com. Also, if you're a subscriber to our newsletter, it hits your inbox every Thursday. We don't sell your data. Uh, but the first <laughs> thing, Noah, that I put down here is, number one, Drive to see the leaves, and I give uh, a foliage forecast and best spots this to impressive. see. pretty impressive. Well, thank you. And the best, the best places to see changing colors. And from our friends over at uh, Fox 2, Fox 2 Local, they gave a fall foliage. And get this, Noah, our colors here in, in St. Charles County, they're going to peak October 25th. That's the day. Wow.
1: That's right around the corner just a couple weeks from now.
0: It is it is. And this article, I, I outlined three different routes that you can take with your family, a short, a medium and a long route if you're in the mood for it, uh, that sort of take you through some of the places in the county that are best to see the uh, the colors. It, it sort of puts you over a couple of the hills, the northern Ozarks, like I said before. and uh, it takes you down the alphabet Super highways, DZT and Double D, uh, if you're familiar with the area, and of course our favorite highway 94. And Noah, I even threw in my favorite autumn playlist that you can listen to while you take that drive.
1: Sam, this is why people come to the St. Charles County correspondent for this in-depth reporting. What? You really, <laughs> you, you really broke it down here. This is this is very, uh, very in-depth and insightful. You know, the central corridor, reliable Route 95. Uh, these and these are from experience, right? You've uh, you've seen the leaves change on these routes. And it really yeah. is a, a really beautiful time for the family. Maybe roll the windows down. Maybe yeah. get some hot chocolate. You know,
0: yeah, over uh, over a uh, almost a qu- well, gosh, over a quarter of a century of watching leaves ch- change. Noah on Highway ninety four for me. Uh, but wow. uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And I also just for kicks, uh, one of our best articles, our best performing articles, the most expensive home in Saint, in the Saint Louis area is in Flint Hill. And I, just, I said let's let's go ahead and throw a route along there. So if you're in the mood you can go and drive past the 20 million dollar estate in Flint Hill and also see the leaves change. So check out this article on our website on our, on our uh, newsletter. Uh, you can go there s It's totally free to read. We put a lot of work into this and that's why we like to do it. you know we, we're born and bred here, you know local local folks with uh, local knowledge and it's a lot of fun to get to put this together. And uh, speaking of that, well, this isn't as clean as a transition as you had last story, <laughs> Noah. But um, speaking of great things in St. Charles County, uh, and our friends, man, we, we're really hyping these guys up today. Fox 2, our friends over at Fox 2, uh, the famous You Paid For It series. Here's the headline, Noah. St. Charles County has the area's lowest crime rate in 2021. By the end of 2020, I'm sorry, 2020, we have a full year. By 2020, we uh, have the lowest crime rate in the area.
1: That 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 can't come as a surprise to people. You know what I mean? It's like there's a great saying, you know, uh, don't compare me to the Almighty, compare me to the alternative. And when you compare St. Charles County (laughs) to our sister uh, communities in this metro area, places like St. Louis, St. Louis County, Jefferson County, uh, it does not surprise me one bit that St. Charles County has the lowest crime rate.
0: Yeah, here are the numbers. I agree with you. So they. It was the Missouri State Highway Patrol crime rates for every a thousand people in population. They matched it to uh, the crime. So in St. Charles County, there were twenty crimes per one per one thousand people. In St. Louis County, there were thirty three crimes per thousand oh people. That's a big difference. Saint, wow. Yeah. Well, wait. Just wait for it. In St. Louis City, <laughs> eighty eight crimes per a thousand people. So almost a uh, triple what Boy. St. Louis County had. Franklin County and Jefferson County. Uh, just higher than St. Charles County, 29 and 26 crimes per thousand, and that's respectively in Franklin and Jefferson County. So, uh, and here's here's a big thing, Noah. Overall, um, crime was up a little bit in St. Charles City. That's where most of the crime happens in the county, but there were no murders this year, which is, of course, a big blessing. Uh, and uh, this article uh, talks to Mayor Dan Borgmeyer, sort of talks about his vision for the county, and uh, St. Charles City has really sort of clamped down on the crime that's happening. And with that clampdown, down, it sort of affected and rippled out for the rest of the rest of the county. Here's the breakdown for where crime is happening in St. Charles County. This is interesting. 24% of all arrests happened in the city, uh, St. Charles City. 19% of all crimes happened in unincorpor- un- unincorporated uh, St. Charles County. So you've got the lion's share St. Charles yeah. city and unincorporated L- large the most
1: swath of, the of land is unincorporated St. Charles County. It is. Yep. Talk about the river bottoms. You
0: talk up North, a lot of it, it really outside of the 40 and 70 corridors. They're just, you know, the, there aren't towns.
1: Right. Yeah. No, that's, that's a great point. Well, I guess we can be thankful. Uh, that we live in St. Charles County, definitely thankful for our law enforcement countywide and uh, all of our local city law enforcement also who do a fantastic job.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. We saw just such a great, and to go back to it, Noah, we saw such a great display of our law enforcement and military uh, family and, and the veterans that make our community great with fallen, office, uh, fallen Marine Officer uh, Jared Schmitz from Wentzville you know, just seeing the uh, incredible support Mayor Guccione from Winsville showed to the hometown hero. And, you know, you saw the law enforcement line up for miles to, to take him uh, to rest. I know that the Winsville Police Department was involved in that and uh, many, many others. So our hats, yeah. of course, are tipped, tipped to that. And uh, that, you know, Noah, this is uh, what we love. We're getting so much better since we've started. We're in our sixth month of the show. We're, we're so efficient We've knocked out three of the biggest headlines,
1: and it's time for. No, well, Sam, b- before we before we go to your favorite segment, we need to no. hear about the two the two <laughs> other best things you can do with your family uh, this oh. fall. You because you you skipped uh, the foliage. I mean, you're all about the leaves. You're a leaves guy. What? But you, <laughs> you skipped my favorite thing, which is Shh. to pick 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 some pumpkins and apples at both Sherman's sure. Farm Orchard and Tease Farm. I've been to Herman's before, and it's a delightful time to pick pumpkins. I'm hoping maybe to be able to pick apples this year, but that's one of my absolute favorite things in the fall. I love to uh, to drink some apple cider and uh, pick some pumpkins and pick
0: some apples. Well, and to compliment you, Noah, here, I have the exact uh, reverse. I have been to Teeth's Farm. I think it's... T- is it tithes, Teeth's? I don't uh, know. You've been there. Uh, we'll ha- we should ha- <laughs> I've been there. we should. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I have not been to Herman's Orchard Farm, so... Uh, good compliment there. It's something that's fun. I know now that I have a, a little girl, I know that we're looking forward to when she can walk. That It's just a great family memory to do. I, I did it growing up. And uh, then the third thing that we mentioned, uh, Main Street's pumpkin glow. We love talking about St. Charles Main Street. And it's where a lot of events happen that we talk about on the show and in our newsletter. But on October 22nd and 23rd, uh, 24,000 people have said they're interested in this event on Facebook. Hundreds and hundreds of carved pumpkins will line Mm. Main Street. And uh, the shops will be open late. They'll be doing demonstrations, giving out samples. It sounds like a total blast, uh, presuming it's not too cold and presuming the Cardinals are not in October baseball. Wow. Uh, This sounds like something I really want to do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I I think I uh, to lay a marker down here, Sam. Um, we're going to try to contact some people from the city. I think we're putting this event on. We got to get we got to have somebody on the show to talk about the Pumpkin Glow. I know folks loved when we talked about the Festival of the Little Hills on the show a few weeks ago, oh, and uh, the pump, Pumpkin Glow is just is is pro- sort of like the marquee fall event, right? The next that's the next big event in between the Festival of the Little Hills and then uh the the Christmas in downtown St. Charles. So we gotta we gotta get some more information on that. But Sam, you know, you, you mentioned the Cardinals. I bet you that's your weekly smile. I bet you that's the what made you smile this week because we just won as we're speaking ten games in a row, Sam. Ten games in a row. It's 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 incredible. I,
0: no, I was six years old the last time the Cardinals won ten games in a row, and that was in the summer of two thousand and one. Uh, actually, so I, I was yeah, I was six. Um, and we're recording this on Wednesday, hopefully, (laughs) hopefully by, by the time, by the time this airs on Thursday, we will have won 11 in the row. We, We are on the road in Milwaukee facing the Brewers for our third game on Wednesday night. And, uh, on Thursday when this airs, we'll be in Milwaukee, of course, for game four of that series. So, uh, if we could sweep the Brewers, I mean, that is... You know, they're, they're right now favored to win the NL Central. Uh, it's, it's an incredible time. And it, you're right. This is my weekly smile. This is, this is Cardinal baseball at its finest. I have listened to every game since the Dodgers series in late August. I was at that game when uh, Adam Wainwright pitched nine, eight innings, I guess, and one out. So you almost won a complete game. Wow. And won that. And uh, we haven't dropped a game since, except with the exception of one.
1: Yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it's amazing too with baseball as a sport, you know what I mean? Good baseball teams more or less have a 50-50 shot at winning each game. So just the sort of the mixture of grit and luck and determination to win 10 to a row is, uh, is really something else even for a good baseball team. So it's, it's, it's going to be exciting to see if we can, uh, if we can take this uh, take this, this, this ride for a few more weeks. Is that your uh, thing that made you smile this week? Uh, you know, I think I have to say what made me smile this week is uh, is being out here uh, in Colonial Williamsburg, Virginia. I have to I have to recommend it because it reminds me of I remember when we've talked to our good friend Peter Bringy on the show about St. Charles yeah. County history, Lewis and Clark. You know, things that are happening in the early eighteen hundreds, but here in Colonial Williamsburg, I'm, we're I'm seeing things that happened in the sixteen hundreds and you know early seventeen hundreds. I got to see also this week, I got to see Valley Forge, uh, Pennsylvania, where uh, General George Washington spent that tough summer, or excuse me, tough winter, right, where everyone almost froze, right? Right. we almost lost the war. So it's, it's fun to be, uh, the Midwest of Missouri is my favorite part of the country, but it is fun to be up in the Northeast where everything is just so old. There's, just, there's history that we're before Missouri was even settled. you know.
0: Yeah, and I saw scrolling through social media, I don't know if this is true or not because it was on the internet, but America, the United States, has one of the oldest constitutions in the world right now that is still active. Uh, I think it's I think the England, oldest. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, not,
1: because you, you have places, you know, England doesn't have a written constitution. They have the Magna Carta, which is from, you know, around 1200, so a lot older than the constitution, but it's not really a governing constitution. It's like a statement of principles. Our constitution is still our country's highest law, and every other constitution afterwards is in so many parts based on ours.
0: Hmm. Well, it just goes to show that America is that shining city on a hill. And uh, man, we—it's incredible to hear. I was at Valley Forge, I guess, two winters ago as well. So I can, I, I can sort of picture what you're seeing over there. And uh, you know, you only hope that if you're called upon to serve your country like George Washington's troops at Valley Forge, that you'd be able to endure. Uh, so I'm really glad you're getting a, a chance to experience that with uh,
1: your beautiful wife, Taylor. Thank you, Sam.
0: Well, folks, that is it for us this week. Uh, thanks for your time this time. Until next time, as Jack Book would say. But if you enjoyed the show, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review where you listen. Tell a friend about us. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast, but also to our weekly newsletter. It's once a week, every Thursday morning. You can do that at SCC. .substack.com And if you have any comments, questions, or suggestions, we'd love to hear from you. We hear from a lot of our readers and listeners. We and love to, hear, up from to, love we to have, hear from listeners. We readers. have, we uh, have. You can get us there at correspondent at gmail.com. And SCC, Sam, how, how do you spell correspondent? Sometimes that can
1: be a little oh, confusing. Gosh. How do you do yeah, it? Yeah,
0: it's C-O-R-R-E-S-P-O-N-D-E-N-T. So there's two That's R's. Right.
1: Correspondent has two R's. I think a lot of people forget that.
0: Yeah, well, I, I would have forgotten it, too, if I wasn't looking at it right now. But uh, until next time, I'm Sam Safa, joined with... No Brandt. Thanks for listening, everybody, to the St. Charles County Correspondent.